This is episode 17 on the Millennial Life School podcast on the importance of focusing on your vision with Davis Nunes. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Millennial Life School podcast, where it's all about inspiring and encouraging 20 to 30-something-year-olds as we figure life out together. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode on the Millennial Life School podcast. Y'all, I'm so freaking excited to share with you guys this episode because, man, like every single time when I talk about my journey of how I got to where I am today, I always mention this friend mentor who I used to hop on weekly phone calls with and how he really coached me to have that entrepreneurial mindset and helped me to get to the next level. And I thought it's finally about time to introduce to you guys this friend mentor who has had a significant impact on my life and on my journey. His name is Davis Nunes, and he is the guest of this podcast episode. And man, there's so much good things in this episode that, oh man, like I was taking notes while I was re-listening to our conversation. And so I'm super excited for you guys to be able to hear in on this podcast episode. So Davis, I met him a couple years ago in Los Angeles. We used to go to Hillsong LA, which is um, the church that we used to go to together in Los Angeles. And man, like every single time I meet him um, and I saw him at church, like he had this energy and he's just so, he's as a person, he's just such a giving person, but also he's very impressive in terms of what he does. So just a brief background. So Davis Nunes, he is an entrepreneur and the founder and CEO of Flowhands, which is a premier digital marketing agency based in Miami, Florida. And over the past few years, he's worked with many influencers and athletes, including UFC star Conor McGregor, a Colombian singers like J Balvin, Maluma, influencers like Celise Rose, um, and corporations like Universal Music Group, Sun Great Solar, Sony Music, and many, many more. Uh, he's earned over six American advertising awards, which is basically like the Oscars in the advertising industry. And Flowhands has generated over $5 million in just the past two years for some of their clients. This, this guy, he honestly, um, I've learned so much from him and yeah, just seeing the way that he runs his business and the way that he's helped me, um, you can, I think you could really be able to see his heart behind what, you know, what he does and how he really genuinely wants to help other people succeed. In this episode, we talk about, you know, his businesses. So Full Hands is actually his seventh incorporated company. So we talk about his, you know, previous businesses. We talk about his business failures. And we talk about the importance of having a clear vision and, you know, designing your life. And, you know, just before we begin, you know, I just want to say like a lot of the things that we talk about in terms of vision, in terms of designing your life, I actually have a really helpful worksheet. It's a free PDF that you can download on my website, SharonKilonHan.com called Design Your Future. Definitely go download it because a lot of the things we talk about, you'll be able to do it for yourself with this worksheet. So make sure to go download it because it is so key and important to be clear on where you want to be and to be clear on exactly 
how you want your life to look like. In this episode, we also talk about a lot of key lessons that he learned as a leader um, of a digital marketing agency managing teams and also the importance of becoming more aware of yourself. You know, self-awareness, I think, is really key in personal growth. So we talk about that and how, you know, that's so important, even in business as well. And we talk about fear, you know, what that, what fear means, what it means when you're faced with something, an opportunity that is intimidating or something that you're scared about. So we touch on that and man, there's a lot of good things from this episode. So I really hope that you can be, you'll be taking notes and that you will learn a lot from it. So without further ado, let's get right into this episode. Mom, Mom, this is Millennial. Uh, Life School Podcast with Sharon Kiron Han. David, so good seeing you. Okay, good seeing you as well. That's crazy. We're back in Zoom. I know. Oh my God, it's been a while. It's been a lot has happened. First of all, congrats on your marriage. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. It has been, it has been fun, you know. When you find the right person, you leave it up to get, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so happy for you, too. Thank you. Look at you, too. Uh, I'm reading your website right now, making moves. I see you with the podcast, the graphics. <laughs> You're on top of your game. When I saw that email, I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, man, dude. Oh, my God. It's been such a journey. And I honestly just want to thank you because, honestly, I feel like you were a big catalyst in my life. Like, legit. No, so, I appreciate it, Sharon. <laughs> I appreciate so, it. Yeah, so I was just so excited to finally have you on this podcast because, like, I honestly talk about you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, legit. If you also, if you read my website, I talk I'm about really- how, yeah, I talk about how, like, when I was just beginning off, I had a career coach and also I had like a friend mentor who used to like, used to hop on calls all the time and like, you're him and I just wanted to introduce my audience to you. Uh, <laughs> so welcome Davis to the Millennial Life School Podcast. <laughs> thank, you, thank you, Sharon. It's a pleasure for me to be here because um, honestly, as I said before, ever since I saw you for the first time, I know you had the ambition. I know you have the courage. And you were just a little bit confused of like what direction you were supposed to take first. So that was crazy to me. The fact that I remember I had a little book from Louis house and for some reason I was supposed to give it to someone else. I saw you, I was like, you know what? I feel like that book is for you. And I remember that was the beginning of everything. Like how we started talking. I gave you that book and I was like, Hey, you know, you take a read it, read it process it, write it down, and get back to me. And I remember that within a few days, you came back, you were like, hey, look, I already finished it. So I was like, okay, this girl is serious. And yeah, and then from there, you made it happen. I remember you were working nine to five, you were really frustrated, and we had some calls, you know, and you pretty much bust up, you made it happen, you left your corporate, you went to Bali, and look at you now. I know. Oh my God. And it's so funny. You know, that big, um, so that big by Lewis house, um, the, the millionaire morning routine. So that honestly had, it impacted my life so much. And what's so funny is that last year, August, I spent a month in Korea or in Jeju Island, Korea, 
participating in this thing called 100 hours work marathon. So it's like all these entrepreneurs, digital nomads and Korean entrepreneur students there. And I actually gave that book to one of the kids there because for me, I read it multiple times and I took notes on it. And also like I took photos of it and things like that. And then for him, because I was coaching him and he just like, I saw that ambition in him. So I was like, okay, you, oh, and also I actually gave him something else that you gave me. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's so I remember uh, when we were doing like the, the weekly phone calls, you mm-hmm. told me you're like, oh, you should do um, the ultimate questionnaire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you told me you're like, oh, I, I did that when I was 18 and it changed my life. So yeah. I told him, I was like, oh my God, I did this because this, this like mentor friend of mine told me to do it and it changed my life. So I gave it to him. And then I told him like, if you finish that, I'll give you a, a present. And that present was also the book that you gave me. So I think it's, yeah. So <laughs> when, I tell you, when I say like, you really impacted my life and my journey, I like really mean it. And I think it's so cool because now like all the things that you gave me and the things that I learned from you, I'm able to share with other people and like in a way like pass it on. Yeah, I, you know, that, I'm, that makes me so happy because at the end of the day, you can have a business, you can have everything, but it's all about helping others, you know, and I see you doing so well, making so many moves. I know that especially in your field, it hasn't been easy to, you know, scale something when it comes to personal coaching. Yeah. Like, it feels so great to know that, you know, it has been impacting all their lives and that you're doing an amazing job with that. So thank you for sharing that with me. Yeah, no, thank you. It's been, it's, it has been a journey, I think, even like with entrepreneurship stuff too. Like at first I was, I was just taking action, but I think I had to learn a lot along the way as well. And also just like really educate myself and like grow in that area. But I think what's really unique and special about you like literally because I remember like we met at Hillsong and every single time when you're volunteering as a welcomer at Hillsong Church like I like it just made me so happy because you have this thing about you where you I feel like you really make every single person feel so special and every time I walk in and you see me you're like Sharon like (laughs) I just yeah and like every time that like I knew like hey when I go to Hillsong Church like oh if Davis is volunteering as a welcomer like I'm gonna feel so so welcome from the door and like even just like your willingness to like hop on calls with me like Mm -hmm. weekly and honestly like you never asked anything from me, but just like the way that you give, I think it, it left a big impression. On, and just like, yeah, I'm just so grateful. And I want to ask you, like, where did you learn that heart of giving? Like, you're such a giving person. And I think, honestly, it's so hard to find, find that amongst like successful entrepreneurs. Yeah, I, I agree with you. So first and first, yeah, that's right. I remember those days at Hamilton <laughs> Hill. So now welcoming people as I said before um, when it comes to giving I think that's the ultimate goal in life you know um, for example you're in a position where you can help other people succeed you're in a position where you can help other people make an income that's for me what really brings fulfillment to be honest we have had some financial goals like everybody does Mm -hmm. but sometimes for us something that I realized at an early age was the fact that hitting x amount of revenue is good but like helping someone else to like improve in life, you know, to feel welcome, to 
learn a skill that changed their whole life, their whole generation was way more rewarding than just making a check or making an X amount. So when it comes to giving, I think um, it's just a blessing, you know, uh, and I'm really thankful and grateful that, you know, God put me, made me that way in my heart where I can, I love, I enjoy helping other people. And that's something that once you're sort of practicing it, you don't have to give, for example, a lot of money away. All you have is $1. Just give that $1 knowing that, you know, that dollar is going to go a long way for a person. And the more you do it, the more you change. The more you change, the more natural it becomes to you. And the more you see that, hey, I'm helping someone. I'm not expecting anything in return. But mm-hmm. next thing you know, life blesses you the same way once you need something because that's how it works. I think it's all in giving. Yeah, I agree. And it's so, it's so good. Did you always kind of grow up like that? Did you always have that kind of mindset growing up? Uh, I mean... Thankfully, I had good uh, role models in my life. life. Mm-hmm. For example, my mom, she was always a very giving person. Mm-hmm. I saw my dad being a very giving person. So I think that, yeah, that came natural. But like everything in life, you have to practice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, so good. T- yeah. Yeah. It's all about. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I remember, so I think, so you, like, you're right now um, the CEO of Flowheads. And that is your seventh um, company that you started. So, and I believe, I think we're at the same age. I think we talked about this, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm 26, yeah. Yeah, 26, same age. But like, I remember when we first met, you told me like, oh, and before that, I actually didn't know anything. I didn't know you were an entrepreneur and things like that. But Mm -hmm. so surprised because I think you said you started your first entrepreneurship journey in like when you were 18 or something. Yeah. So when it comes to business, you know that us people, like us creative people, like we always have that desire, that fire inside, like, okay, what can I do? What can I do? So I remember from an early, early, early age in my life, that ambition, that fire inside, like, Mm -hmm. hey, one day I'm going to open my agency. One day I'm going to have my team. One day we're going to grow. And, you know, I'm really grateful that that flame never went down and you just keep growing and growing so back in 2019 i was a web developer uh-huh. that was my vehicle so a lot of people they gotta start somewhere so just because you're doing something right now that you don't like but that's what's bringing money to your table and helping you push forward that doesn't mean that you're gonna be doing that your whole life for example mm-hmm. me i never saw myself 30 years old writing code on a website but having that vehicle allowed me to connect with business people with owners, business owners, sell my services, connect with them, then get a referral and build my network. And you know, as you keep growing, then you start hiring a team of people. And then instead of you doing the websites, then you have three developers and all you got to make sure is that the relationship with the owner is there. So when it comes to, sorry that I went a little bit out of the way, Mm -hmm. but when it comes to business, the first one that I created was similar. You see the vehicles coming back. And the first business was called the Daily Reaper. I got to uh-huh. be honest with you, it was a super fail. Like, it was extreme. It was an L. Like, we couldn't <laughs> even launch it. It was crazy expectations. We didn't even know what we were doing. But, uh-huh. and that this I can was, This was when? This was when? This is uh, 2013. Uh-huh. 2013. So, just to get a little bit more organized, uh, when I was in Dominican Republic, I was born in New York, raised in Dominican Republic. 2009, that's where my whole life changed. Mm-hmm. I got a gig from a company, an uh, engineer company, to do their website. 
I spent like eight months, we didn't even launch the website because of X, Y, and Z, but the owner was so impressed and so happy with all the progress that we did, even though we didn't launch it, that he spoke with my mom and he was like, yo, this guy needs to go to Florida, United States and continue what he's doing. So for me, he was one of my main supportive persons. And you were still, you were still in Dominican Republic at that time. Yes, I was a junior. So I had the opportunity to finish high school in Florida and get a scholarship for school and go to school and keep learning and doing all this stuff. And yeah, so that's what happened. So I moved to Florida because of his influence, Uh finished the school, started doing business, uh, met another person who was the the co-founder and we created our first company. And then from there it was keep going up and up and up and up. We didn't make money in the first three companies, but the knowledge that we acquired out of it we're still using it at flow and so you you know there's all everything has a lesson behind it that it's going to work for you even if you don't understand in the moment yeah so as long as you keep pushing 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 you're gonna keep going to a different level yeah what was it like so like the first what were the first six companies like like when you first started and you said you know the first one was a failure you didn't really make a lot of money what was that process like when you were going yeah. through the, all that so Here's my biggest advice. Mm. When you're starting a company and you're starting to fulfill your dreams and do something that you'll see yourself long-term doing, don't focus too much on the money. Don't focus too much on the, oh, I got to be making X amount of money because X person on Instagram is doing it. Forget about social media. That's toxic. Don't compare yourself. Don't try to rush it. Don't think that because someone is uploading a picture with a car that is probably rented, you don't have what it takes because everything, 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 everything worth is going to take time. Perfect example. Let's look at, let's take a look at the OGC in entrepreneurship. If you take a look at Patrick Beck, David, even Grant Cardone, that a lot of people are talking about, about him, like so many big people in that, in, in that level, they're all about over the, their thirties, which mm-hmm. means it took them time to be where they at right now. But now we have social media, you know, people trying to, trying to make you feel like, oh, you have to be in this level by this time. Focus on the vision. That's where you got to focus. Focus on, okay, I know this is going to take at least three years of my life. What can I do to get there? So once you start focusing on the vision instead of the results, you're going to start like getting the infrastructure. You're going to learn something that is going to help you with the next company to get where you want to be. That's true. Did that, did that take some time for you to learn? Uh, it took, it was lessons. Lessons, lessons, you know, frustrations. But something that I can promise you is that if you have the big picture, you don't have to know the how are you going to get there. You just have the big picture. You just know this is what I want to accomplish. This is what I see myself. It doesn't matter if it's going to take you some time. It doesn't matter how intimidating it is looking. If you can see the big picture, you're going to attract the right people that are going to help you get there. So even if you open your first company and it fails, I can guarantee that if you were looking at the big picture for your second company, you're going to learn something from there that you can apply right away. And now that three months that you spend in that failing company is three months of knowledge that you wouldn't acquire anywhere else. Yeah, so true. So true. So for you, what was like that big vision? What was the vision that you were moving towards? Uh, I still hold it today, to be honest with you. And it has been to build a, big more than big agency a nice agency that is going to help other businesses 
something for us, uh, for example, we want to reach X levels, you know, financially, mm -hmm. growth, team, all this stuff. But like my vision is to have a team that continues to improve that whenever someone join us, they're not in the same level where they were a year ago, a year before joining us. So our vision is actually focused on the people, helping other people. How can we build an agency that is going to allow small business owners to keep thriving, to keep growing, so they don't feel like they're wasting their money marketing because there's a lot of people already saying that they do marketing and they bring no results. So for, our, for us, our vision is actually to build a platform that allows small businesses to get a return of investment and keep thriving this. At the end of the day, you help someone to see it, you're sitting with them. Yeah. So that's our vision overall, like build that platform that allows people to keep improving and getting better in business. Yeah, so good. And so all the previous companies that you built, was it all kind of towards like similar thing, like digital marketing? Yes. And that's another thing. They're all related to digital marketing in, so, in mm -hmm. such a way. And this is something that big, big uh, business people say. It's good to diversify, but when you diversify and make sure that it at least aligns with the big picture. So for example, yeah. my first company was called The Daily Reaper. That company was supposed to be an aggregator, which means like pulling data from different websites. So you learn mm -hmm. about a topic everywhere. So in 2013, it wasn't that hard. We failed. Then the second company was called My Preaching Shirts, which was an e-commerce site full of automated uh, Christian products and stuff. So in those two products, I learned about business foundation, I learned about digital marketing, how mm -hmm. to sell. Then from there, I moved to Titrum, which was my first agency. And then from their digital mix, flow hands, and I had a few like ventures where I was doing digital marketing, what I do. So it's good to diversify, but that's what I'm saying. If you can focus on the big picture first, every single company, everything that you do is going to align. So it's always good to stay as close as possible to the big pictures instead of doing, for example, forks today and then selling water machines tomorrow and then selling, yeah. you know, things completely irrelevant. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think it's so encouraging to hear that because for example, like, like um, if I didn't know you and if I didn't know your journey and like when you started and all the previous experiences that you've had, and I just see you right now, like you have this whole like digital marketing agency, you have your whole team. And I could be like thinking like, oh my God, like he's the same age as me. Like how is he so successful already, you know? Yeah. But then like, I know that that took a lot of years and a lot of hard work through all the, you know, all the previous six companies that you've started, you know? And so you put in the hard work for a very long time to get to where you're at today. Yeah. And that's right. And one thing related to that, it doesn't really matter, I think, who started earlier than you or if mm -hmm. you're late, because you're never late. You're right. You're right where you're supposed to be. So if you're starting mm -hmm. now, you are supposed to start now because your experiences from the past are going to help you push forward. So instead of rushing it, oh my God, he started 20 years ago. And I'm not saying that this is how you feel. It's just like a mm -hmm. human general thought. Focus, once again, the big picture. Once you focus on the big picture, you're going to be able to start attracting people that are going to help you move two years in advance, like with their knowledge from what you need. Like, if you know, for example, that something that we do at Flow Hands mm -hmm. is that we look at the big picture. For example, today we were working for three, four hours on the three years vision. Uh -huh. We did a SWOT analysis, everything, you know, brainstorming. So as a result, we now know how many people we need to bring on board to help us get to where we want to be faster and with a solid foundation. So time doesn't really matter who starts first. Just focus on the big picture. 
define who you need to attract in your life. Maybe you need an accountant that you have no clue who is going to be. But if you focus on the best accountant and you know that that's the person that you need to push you six months forward and help you get to the next level, you will attract it if you, if you, if you write it down and you see, okay, I need that person and for that I need this, this, this. And that's how the house is going to start happening. Yeah, I, I so agree. And actually, like, I can testify for that, too, because for me, like, um, end of 2018, when I realized, like, oh, my God, like, I just, I definitely don't think I, I'm at where I, you know, like, I don't, I don't think where I'm at right now is something that's gonna, that I want to be 10 years down the line. And I was mm-hmm. just so lost. You, you remember me, I was just yeah, like, I miserable. I was like, oh, I don't like my job. I don't know what I'm gonna do. But I had this heart and this vision of like, I know that, you know, the way that I think, I know that there's a lot of creativity inside of me, but also like, I love starting things. I love building things. I love creating things. And I've always had this heart for entrepreneurship and just like being able to create things that I want that gives value, you know, and not, yeah. not limiting myself to, to what the company is allowing me to do, not limiting myself to the tasks that I'm given. Mm-hmm. So I had that vision, but honestly, I didn't really grow up with a lot of entrepreneurs. Like there's no entrepreneurs in my family. And so it was just really difficult. Um, and I didn't know how to go about it. And but then I had thought and I would tell people like, oh, yeah, I'm very entrepreneurial spirited. I, I would tell people that like, oh, I do this, but I have an entrepreneurial spirit. And because of that, I think, for example, even when I had conversation with you and and then from that, like in a way, like. I think my vision and probably that spirit uh, drew us together where you helped me. You're like, oh, I, I see this passion in Sharon. So I'm going to give her this. Perfect. Yeah. And that, yeah. And then you, and then like all the other people that I met along my journey, all the people who helped me, I think it was because I had that vision and that heart and I started to see that. And I think it's so true. Like once you focus on the vision, you start to attract the right people. That's it. So that's a perfect example for you. For example, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, that book that I gave you, I was like, okay, I like what I see from Sharon. Like, I feel that she's really ambitious, that she, mm-hmm. she, she's trying to get to that next level. Because as you keep growing, you go, you're going to have to reinvent yourself. You have to change some habits that pro- probably are serving you now, but they're not going to serve you to go into the next solution. So by you having that drive, that desire, that fire, by you showing me that you went through that book that it gave you within a few days, you had more questions. I was like, okay, you see, Sharon has what it takes. So as a result, I started working together, doing weekly calls, and you took it from there, you know? So that's what I'm saying. Like, if you can focus on the big picture, if you can define what's that thing that you really need, who is that person that you really need, even if you don't know them, don't worry, just focus on, okay, I got to make sure this is what I need to attract right now. Trust me, like life is funny. Next thing you know, you're going for a walk, you meet that person. Yeah. And once they see that energy, that's how you guys connect and can start changing everything. Yeah. Do you have any personal examples of like seeing that happen in your life? Oh, oh yeah, multiple times. Uh, perfect example, say, will be my business partner, my wife. But my business partner, for example, um, I knew where, what my weakness were. You have to be a, a word. Like, you can't be a superstar, especially yeah. if you're building a business. When you're building a business at first, you have to wear different hats. But as you want to keep expanding, you have to define where your limitations are, how you can improve, and see if you can find someone that has the passion, understand the vision, and 
you know, and can make it happen. So that's how I connected super randomly with my business partner. I went to a, a friend's birthday. He wasn't there. We started talking. And as I said before, the energy just flew and connected us. Then two or three months after that, I moved to Florida because uh, some business stuff uh, that uh, and opportunities that I got. So I moved to Florida and that's where we connected seriously and we made it happen. So yeah, like a lot of people in our life, once you realize that you can attract people that if you really define who you want them to be and you learn that you can actually do it, the whole game changes. So for example, for us, when we hiring someone, right now our team I feel is 10 out of 10. Like I have never mm-hmm. had such a great team. And one of the biggest reasons is because after firing a lot of people and going through bad hiring and learning, learning, and learning, mm-hmm. we're able to define who is that person that we want, what skills, what everything they have that we're looking for. And that made it easier for us to find our, our next uh, high-level team teammates. Yeah. What's like the number one thing that you look at when you're hiring people? Um, knowledge is key, but mm-hmm. also teamwork. How... Mm-hmm. Like, how good of that person they are. And they honest. Honestly, for us, it's everything. Like, unfortunately, you have had to fire friends, really close friends because of honesty issues. You want to make sure that you're hiring someone that you can rely on, someone that's not going to lie to you, that's not going to lie to your clients. So for us, it doesn't really matter how good of a talented person you are. If you're not honest, if you're not trustworthy, we can't we can work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, so like I actually, so very recently, um, I've been talking with someone who's going to start helping me as an intern for my podcast for Millennial Life School. But, and like that really got me thinking in terms of, okay, like how do I, how do I become a good leader? How can I, I guess, utilize my team the best way that I can? And for me, like the way that I've been going about it is just like the first call I talked to the girl and we talked about her strengths. And like what she, what her heart is and what she wants to achieve, like what her long-term vision is. And then now I'm trying to give her all the work that caters to her strengths. Mm. But like, I've been thinking a lot in terms of like leadership, um, being a boss, you know, being a leader um, and leading a team. So for you, like, what do you think is, is important and what's like the key lesson that you've been learning as you manage your team? Communication. I think communication is key. Um, something that we do, and I, I truly understand where you're coming from because leadership, a lot of people, they have it naturally, but it could be intimidating yeah. when you're thinking about like the big picture, like how are we going to manage X amount of people? So the first thing that I would say that you have to focus on is communication. Every single person in our team, for example, we make sure that they know that if they need to talk to us, they don't understand how to do something. They, maybe they need some extra help. Like we're here for you so as long as you can start communicating with your team and seeing like where her heart is at, how she can bring value, fine. This is something that we started doing. Um, we started doing not too long ago, you know, but as I said before, you learn, it's actually trying to build a deeper relationship with your team. Mm. For example, what drives you might not drive the other person. Uh-huh. Are you with me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe for you drive is personal growth maybe for that other person uh, drive is uh, learning or helping others so once you define mm-hmm. that you can start working with the other person making sure that there's communication that they tell you hey this is how I feel this is how I think we could grow this but I want more responsibility and you take it from there and as long as there is communication customers are going to be happy your team is going to be happy and your leadership is going to keep improving because they're going to feel 
good about talking with you and talking to you about anything. Yeah, yeah. So, so true. I think communication is key in terms of leadership and in terms of like understanding each other better. And I think when you're able to communicate well, that also opens up that, I guess, trust with each other. And I think that all just kind of brings the team stronger. Yeah. Also, when it comes to team, something Mm -hmm. that is key is having processes. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't have like something mapped out to the dad, like where you explain how to do everything. Yeah, yeah. You just have processes where you can see the progress of X task, X project. And by having something clear and clean in front of you, and you can see, for example, X person is having a hard time with X section. You can actually go there and help them. Hey, do you need help with this? Look. Something that we do, we actually get our team courses. Mm-hmm. For example, I go to Sharon. Hey, Sharon, tell me where do you feel your biggest weaknesses is at right now in marketing? Where do you think mm-hmm. you could improve? Oh, I, I think I could improve in email marketing. Then we look for the best course we get and we motivate them to get those scores. So it's just all about processes and communication. If you can put those two together, I think your, flow, your team should flow seamlessly. Wow, that's so good. Like educating and, and keep growing as a team. That's it. Because as I said before, Sharon, I highly believe, basing my experience so far, yeah. life, every time that you get a new project that makes you think like, oh crap, how am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. That means that you're reaching a whole different level. Once you get to that mm-hmm. level, you have to change, reinvent yourself so you can adjust come with a solution and stress yourself. Like, for example, let's say something intimidating in the podcast. Maybe before you did this podcast, you were like, oh my God, like, I don't like being in camera. I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know what went through your head, but am I right? Or, yeah, when I, was, when I was just starting my podcast. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot that I was confused about. And I was like, how do I, how do I even get a podcast up? Like, which platform do I use? How do I get it up on Apple Pie? How do I get it up on Spotify? Like, all these things that I didn't know that I had to like search and like, like learn for myself in the process. And then actually, you know, I was talking to another person who was trying to start his own podcast. And now I just told him like, Oh, this is the best one to use. This is good. These are the pros. And like, I could just tell him and like teach him everything on what I learned. And you see, that's, that's what you did. You grew, you learned, you Mm -hmm. adapted. Now you're here. So yeah. every single level is going to require a new, like a new version of you, a new version of your team. Yeah. If you want to keep pushing and going higher, you have to make sure that your team is growing with you. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure that your team loves self-education. Um, something that we started doing recently, uh, we started publishing all the certification on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. We have a system inside the company where we reward people with tacos. So let's say that tacos. you use- yeah. So you do something amazing or you help, let's say you help uh, someone and someone goes and says, hey, Sharon, thank you so much for your help. You helped me in public and they give you two tacos. So you take those tacos and then you can redeem, redeem them for pay time off, for Amazon gift cards, for coffee, for lunch. Like we have a lot of different options. And yeah, that helps like everybody to keep staying motivated. They're getting educated. They're getting tacos rewards. It's getting everything, you know, from the team. So yeah. Once again, it goes back to communication and training, man. But if you yeah. want to move forward, you got to make sure that your team is growing with you. Oh, that's so good. And yeah. like, based on that, you know, I think we talked a lot about like communication and things like that. But also, I want to touch upon, I guess, personal growth. So you okay. said, to, like, grow as a person, you have to grow as a team. Yeah. Um. So for you, in terms of like, 
to grow, go to the next level, like personal, how important is personal growth and what does that look like? Is super important. Super, super, like that's key. Um, sometimes, and this happened to me very, very, very recently, actually, sometimes you have to focus on yourself. You have to find time for you to read. Like we get so into our business, so into the vision that we pretty much become our business. All we take, like for example, I was taking courses, I was taking training, I was reading books, but those books were for things that were going to bring value to Flowhands, which is fine because my personal value goes up too, but that's for Flowhands, you know? We as a person, we need to have our own time for personal growth. We have to read things about personal development, maybe meditate, maybe doing some journaling, maybe going out on YouTube and learning from that mentor. Finding a mentor is key. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't need to know you or you don't need to know them, but find someone that inspires you and that has the life or the connections or whatever that you want to have, you know, and read their books, go on their YouTube channel. There is so much content right now, but you need to do personal development because at the end of the day, your business, your life, your connections, everything is going to be a reflection of you. So if your own source is dry, how are you going to keep pushing the company forward? How are you going to keep finding that team? How are you going to keep being a better leader? How are you going to be a good boss, whatever you want to call it, you know? Yeah. So personal development is essential. Yeah, it's so true. And I feel like in a way, like entrepreneurship and like doing something like this, honestly, I feel like I've grown so much as a person in this past year doing what I'm doing than like, I don't know, the last 10 years, you know? Yeah. I think it's been it's been really challenging, but also because it's challenging, it's pushing me to the next level. It's like pushing me out of my comfort zone. It's pushing me to do things that I'm scared of. It's pushing me to do things scared anyways, you know? And also like in terms of vision, I know we talked a lot about it, but like having that vision from the first place, I think that also requires a lot of um, self-awareness. Like if you don't know who you are, like how are you going to know what you want? <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's a little bit complicated and it could bring a lot of anxiety sometimes because, mm -hmm. you know, we think we know. Oh, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But it, okay, how are you of what you want? How are you of what you want to accomplish? And once you understand better who you are as a person, just sit down, write a vision plan, uh, write a bucket list. Hey, I would love, for example, in five years from now, I would love to have a $300,000 home, for example, like a company with five employees for X amount of revenue. Like, don't worry about the how, just look at the big picture. You got to believe that it's going to happen because if you don't believe it yourself, who is going to believe it? So as long as you have that vision, that determination, that ambition, that everything, like I'm going to make it happen. Like it's going to be hard, but you're going to keep attracting the right people, the right friend, developing the right mindset you know, and yeah, that's where everything comes together. Yeah, it's so true. And I love what you said about like, you have to believe it. You have to believe it. Yeah. It's you so funny. To. Yeah. Cause actually like the last Friday episode, I was talking about how like literally your beliefs determine your future. Like if you don't, you have to really believe in yourself to make it happen. And cause like, if you don't believe it, then you're not, you're gonna like your actions are not, your actions match what you believe. So if you believe you can do it, then you probably can because yeah. your actions are going to match that belief. And, and I'm not going to lie. There are going to be days where your mental toughness is going to be tested 
And you're gonna mm-hmm. start hearing that voice saying, "Oh, you can't. Oh, you're wasting your time. Oh, you should mm-hmm. get back to the nine to five. Oh, you should act like. Oh, look at X person. You know all that negativity. That's where personal development comes in. There is no one. It doesn't matter how successful they are. There is no one in this world that haven't had gone through that personal doubts. You know. So that's why you have to make sure that you believe." Make sure that you have that big picture and make sure that you're working on your personal development so you can get through all that, you know? Yeah, yeah. So for you in your own journey, was there like a turning point or was there something specific that really impacted you in your in your personal growth journey? Um, I'll call it curiosity. Mm. Uh, like I have always wanted to know and learn how things work, how big companies are structured. And that actually helped me move forward. So, for example, um, <clears throat> I went to school, right? I went to college. I graduated. Uh, my main intention with college was to learn how to operate the business that I wanted to have. So, you see the big picture. I uh-huh. wasn't going to be a graphic designer, but I knew I was going to have a graphic design business and all this stuff. So, I had to learn. So, what I did when I was in, like, my second year in, in college, I actually used to go to the seniors. Mm-hmm. Uh, graduation um uh you know like the last class where you have to present everything that you have as a senior yeah, yeah. they tell you if you can pass or not, whatever so i used to go to those classes and i used to see everything that the seniors had that i didn't have for example my second year in college i didn't have a best card didn't have a logo didn't have a website didn't have mm-hmm. nothing so what i did i was like you know what that's how it works i'm gonna make it happen so i started like branding myself taking all the job uh, opportunities from the school because a lot of people were playing games like video games mm-hmm. and then from there something that I did that changed my whole life again in my second year in school I went on Google and Facebook I wanted to be a UX UI designer and I started seeing the resumes the, uh, the resumes require like the description what they were looking for so I reshaped my whole school projects mm-hmm to those requirements. By the time I graduated, I already had a portfolio in UX, UI, I already had the skills that I needed, I already had the certifications, and that's um, what I ended up doing, moving to California and applying. But yeah, you have to, once again, have like the big picture together, have everything and live it. Yeah, so like for people who, who feel like, wow, like I'm listening to this, I know that having a big picture is really important, but like for people who feel like, oh, but like I, I don't know what my big picture is i don't know i don't really have a vision yet what can you what advice can you give them like where can they start just think about okay so if you don't have the big picture yet which is totally fine um not everybody you know spends the time thinking about it as as long as you have awareness of it just Mm -hmm. sit down and think what makes me happy what what is something that i'll be that I could do with my life that is going to bring me fulfillment, even if it has something to do with money. Mm-hmm. And what kind of life, like think of, think like if you're the designer of your life, mm-hmm. you have a magic book, writing that paper, how the life that you want, you want it to be. And then you start designing, like don't worry about the how, like don't worry about, oh, but how am I gonna buy a jet? How am I gonna, just work on it. Work in it, work in it, believe that you can do it, believe, work in self-development every day. This is something that I remember that you used to do. I remember that you used to work from nine to five, but you were grinding from five to nine. You used to work yeah. on your personal things, working uh-huh. on your website. So you see, you put the time. So as long as you can put at least two hours, do it. 
but you have to design your life and believe that, hey, if Elon Musk did it, if uh, Jeff Bezos did it, I'm going to do it because they have the same thing that I had. One shot, one life. They made it happen. I'm going to make it happen. So okay. you can always redesign your life as you go and everything is going to start getting more obvious. Um, some things that you enjoy now that you're going to put in that book, maybe two years from now, you no longer enjoy them. You don't longer like them that much. You don't want to have them in your life. You're going to keep redesigning it. But yeah, you start with something that you think is going to bring a lot of uh, excitement to your life, passion, fulfillment, and whatever it is, just go for it. Yeah, so true. And actually, you know, I remember um, you were, I think you were the very first person who told me this when I was working nine to five and I was telling you all these dreams that I have and how like I have such big vision for my life and for myself. But like I felt frustrated because I felt like I'm not, I wasn't doing anything about it. And I remember you just told me, you're like, Sharon, like use your nine to five to pay the bills and use your five to nine to live out your dream and to work on work on that. And I think honestly, when you told me that, that really shifted my mindset. And like, even, even in terms of reading the Lewis house, uh, the, uh, the millionaire morning routine too, it just got me thinking like, Oh wow, there's so much that I can do even now, you know, mm-hmm. while working a full time while doing that. Like, I remember after that, like, and you told me you're waking, you wake up at like, like, I don't know, I forgot what, like 5 a.m. or something. Yeah. I started waking up at like 5 a.m. And I'm like, oh my God, like if Davis can do it, then I can do it. So <laughs> I started waking up early and started like writing down my goals, writing down what I need to do and just working on myself. Because I think the outer success, like you said, it's a reflection of, of inner That's success. That's right. That's yeah. 100% right. Yeah, you got it. Whatever you can do to work inside, that's going to be reflected in the outside. Yeah, so sure. So what do you personally do? Like, how do you work on yourself? How do you work on your inner self? So something that I like doing a lot, um, you have to become aware of you. Like, for example. You have to become a what? Like, aware, aware of like. Oh, okay. Aware of yourself? Yeah, like aware of, um, for example, like how you feel it. Mm. perfect example this pandemic everything that is going on i feel in some way this has been game changing because for us we now have the time extra time to focus we have like we have to innovate like there is no way out of this if you don't something that my business partner says a lot is winners are going to win which Mm -hmm. means if you're a legit person that is legit pushing and you know that you're going to readapt quick to everything that is going on you're going to win this pandemic and everything that is going on i think that's gonna clear out the fake gurus clear out the fake entrepreneurs the fake hustlers you know like everybody's on the same page in this one so as long as you keep readapting keep moving and pushing i think you can um you can, you're gonna get out of this one good so something that we've been doing for example since we've been doing pushing so much work right now i to be honest with you i feel like I lost track a little bit of the personal growth and personal development that I had. And as a result, I noticed myself that I was a little burned out, you know? Mm. I was actually um, pushing forward, creating new content, things that we never did before. But on the other side, I started feeling this stressful things and what's going on. And after I did some meditation, I come up to the conclusion that because I haven't been doing personal development, because I haven't been doing journaling, because I haven't been mapping out exactly where I want to be, and I've just gone with all these changes, you know, that has been taking a hit from me. So something that I do for self-development, if I'm a little bit stressful or like I need just to think and disconnect, I have a coloring book. I just start coloring, like 
I don't think about anything, just like breaking down my thoughts. Okay, this is what's mm -hmm. going on. Your emotions are a reflection of your thoughts. So if you ever feel a little bit sad, don't ask yourself what I feel sad. Ask yourself, what am I thinking that is making me feel sad? Yeah. Are you with me? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. if you spend time doing something where all you do is reflect on your thoughts, like it's coloring for me, that's going to help you, you know, like get some to relieve. You're going to feel way better. You're going to understand that, hey, maybe what I need to do is take some time off. Maybe, you know, I've been doing a lot. Journaling is amazing. When you start journaling, that's another thing that I do a lot. Well, sometimes. But uh, journaling, you know, just break down your thoughts, talk to, with yourself, how you feel, how's everything going, how is, as these stressful situations taking a toll on you, because that's always going to happen. And, you know, just have like three, four things that you can do that are going to help you keep moving with self-development in tough times. So as long as you can start like bringing awareness, you're going to know like, hey, maybe I need to do some coloring. Maybe I need to do some journaling. Maybe I need to do some prayer, some meditation, some reading, you know, and just figure out what's going on with you and what's the best solution for each time, uh, for however you feel. Yeah, no, I, I freaking love what you said, because yeah. for me, like, um, since starting uh, June of last year, you know, I started really studying life coaching and getting certified. And, you know, with that, like, I learned so much because I think really personal growth and all that stuff, like, self-awareness and knowing you know having a clear vision and being able to take action on that that's like the foundation like that's the foundation to build anything on top of and with that like i've been studying a lot about neuroscience and things uh -huh. like that and man i've been like geeking out on a lot of things like that and like reading tony robbins book um awaken the, the giant within and honestly like yeah once you figure that out like once you realize like your emotions and how you feel and your actions actually all stem from your thoughts and all you have to do is manage your thought life better and check what it is that you're believing about yourself that is disempowering versus like having thoughts that's actually empowering you man it's such a game changer yeah and one more thing some days you're gonna feel maybe confused maybe sad maybe discouraged maybe crap this is not working because we're humans, like yeah, we're yeah. humans. That's part of our emotions. That's part of what makes us humans. Like we're not, we don't have to feel happy all the time, you know. But my biggest advice, and this is how I handle my whenever I feel, if I ever feel, whenever I feel that way, is actually writing down. Okay, this is how I feel. This is what I think I'm feeling this way. And then as you keep writing and you digging into the, those emotions, you're also gonna figure out how you can change the way you feel. Mm. But don't try to fight those feelings because that's usually an alert from yourself saying, hey, Sharon, look, hey, there's something wrong in the past. Look, this, you feel this way because you already did this in the past and it didn't work out. I'm just trying to bring awareness to you. So dig into those emotions, understand their, their emotions and figure out how you can change them. Maybe that's yourself telling yourself, hey, change do a change and we're going to get through this. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And actually something interesting that I recently learned is that when you identify even like the negative feelings and emotions and you're, you like write it down or become aware of it, it actually like scientifically, it weakens the neurons of the, of those thoughts. So like you identifying it is just so key. And then like, actually yesterday I was on a call with, um, yeah, was it yesterday? Yeah. 
Yeah, yesterday, so yesterday I was on the call with one of my clients and we were talking about this and I told her like one of the assignments that I, I gave to her is to journal and to write down the thoughts that she's been having. Mm. And then like the disempowering thoughts that she's, she's had throughout the day because I think, like you said, like identifying those thoughts is huge and then writing it down and processing it, like you said, like why did I feel like this? Oh, like what was causing this? And then like asking yourself like, okay, is this true? Huh? Or can I look at it in a different way? And like, and shifting that into like a positive, positive, empowering thought Mm -hmm. that that is so powerful. And like, I think for me, like, actually, when I look back in my journal to like back end of 2018, when I first when I first started like meeting with you, and we started doing the coaching calls and things like that. When I look back in that journal, like to August 2018, something like that, I, I remember, I, like, it's so funny because I was, like, doing that without even knowing. I would write things like, oh, like, about my career. I'm so discouraged because of this and this, this. I feel like I suck because of this and this and this. And then I would just, all of a sudden, for me, I think because of faith, like, because I know God's truth, I think that has helped me so much. And because when I'm writing those things, all of a sudden I start to hear, oh, but then God says I'm more than a conqueror. But then, oh, but I know that God has a good plan and purpose over my life. But I know, and I start all these like truth starts to come at me. And then as I'm writing things down, like I think that really helped me so much. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something that is super key and that I, like, I try to keep reminding myself of it whenever I Uh go through hard times. And it is the following. The enemy cannot take your blessings. Mm. But he's going to give, he's going to try his best to distract you from them. So there has been some changes. Yeah. Like, especially in the past few months, six months, I'll say. Like, I feel like my life being spinning all around because a lot of transitions. We moved the offices to Miami, all this happening. I got married, like a lot of stuff. But a lot of those decisions that we made, for example, with the COVID, when that started, right before it hit our business, because we, you know, we got some breaks on hold now, some stuff. We made a plan to execute fast. Like, hey, this is what we're doing. We did it before taking a hit. Then we got a little hit, and we're good because we already took those, made all the stuff. So whenever you feel like there's going to be a big change in your life, but you know that you have to do it. You know that it's going to be the best for your company. You can feel it because trust me, when you know, you know. Just keep in mind that if you get anxiety, if you feel like, I don't know, like anxi- anxious, anxious will be like one of the b- biggest uh, feelings. Like, oh my God, I don't know if I should do this my whole life. I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. Whenever you feel self-doubt, just know that the enemy is going to try his best to distract you from you not to do it. Because if you don't do it, then you won't be able to go to the next level. Just have faith, keep pushing and believe in yourself. Yeah. Uh, that's key. Yeah. And I think also like the thing that distracts a lot of people is, is the fear. I think fear, like in terms of distracting, like actually like very recently, Hey, like I almost ran away from an opportunity because of fear. And then I was like, Oh, like, wait, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let fear get to me. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna run away because of fear because I know who I am. I know that I, I, there's nothing to fear. Like I am blessed. I am favored. Like I have God's blessings. And if God is for me, like who can be against me, you know? 
But sometimes, like, we get distracted and we we forget who we are. Remember something, Sharon. Nothing in this life happens by coincidence. Mm -hmm. Coincidence that doesn't exist. If you're a point in your life where you get an opportunity and you feel like, oh, my God, that opportunity is way too big for me. I don't know if I can do it. If you're getting it, it's because you can do it. Mm. So regardless of how intimidating it is, you think about all the times in your life where you figure it out, where you were like, okay, I'm going to figure this out. And once you accept that you can do it, you study it, break it down, the opportunity, what could go wrong, what could go right. Uh, can you bring someone else with more expertise? Like technology has allowed us to hire people to go. You know, like get experts, pay them for consultations, people that have experience in that thing that you probably don't, don't know how to do. But never allow fear to disturb your thinking. Because if you're missing that opportunity, God knows, you know, how long it's going to take for that opportunity to come back to your life. So don't let fear go over you. Fear means uh, maybe, so, maybe you got a project that you're a little bit intimidated. That means, you know what that means? That means that you're in a new level. That means that, hey, you got new problems. You're always going to have problems. Wow. Always going to have problems. It's just like, okay, how big is my mm -hmm. problem? How big of a solution I have to figure it out? And that's what people are going to pay you for. People pay you to find solutions. Um, Flowheads, we're a digital marketing agency, web design and branding agency. But people really pay us to figure it out a solution for their problems. Mm -hmm. They see more value on this in the solution that we bring in than the dollars that they have. So if you're making 10K, for example, for a project, and you want to make $250,000, you know what that means? For you to make $250,000 out of one project, you're going to need a bigger solution. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be a bigger problem that you're probably not ready right now. But as long as you don't let fear block you from it, you'll figure it out. Otherwise, you'll never have that opportunity. Yeah, I, I love that. Like seeing fear and things that intimidate, intimidate you as signs that you're growing bigger, that yeah. you're moving to the next level. And man, I bet like this is going to shift a lot of mindset in people listening. Cause like, you know, it's like, yeah, like, oh, next time I face something that's scary, I know it's because I'm moving up. I'm moving to the next That's step. it. You're moving up. Now you're going to need to hire someone new. And by the way, there's another, another big lesson that I learned. Hiring doesn't cost you money. Mm. If you're hiring someone in your team to do X project, X something, you're hiring them because there has to be a return of investment from them. If they do the right thing, they're going to take a stress from you. They're going to take, they're going to bring their knowledge, their passion and help you succeed even faster and bigger. So if you have a bigger project, just think that maybe hiring is a great solution because people are going to be able to justify, you're going to be able to take things off their plate and just make it happen. That's so true. That's so true. Yeah. I, I, I so agree in yeah. terms of that. Yeah, next levels, next next level solutions, and you'll see. As long as you can think about yourself like a franchise building, this is something mm -hmm. that I'm applying to my mindset recently. Like, think about yourself. Let's say you're running a business, and you're the founder, and you're an entrepreneur. You as the main person should always focus on how can I be the franchise builder. How instead of being the rock star, which is great at marketing, great at branding, great at websites, great at no no no, focus on the franchise builder. How can I be that person that's going to lay out everything, that is going to get the rockstar players to manage the other rockstar teams and everybody can keep moving up? Like for us, I really want to see my team that I have right now moving up. Moving up in the sense of managing other people, 
you know, sharing the vision, sharing the mission, but I want everybody to move up. So yeah, you as a business owner, this is a good way to start picturing the big picture. Think about the franchise building builder. How many people I need to hire? How much I want to grow? What I'm going to require? And that's that's a great way to to make it happen. That's so true. Whatever it is, like it is, you can figure it out. And yeah. I think when you have that mindset, and no matter how hard it is, all you have to do is like, okay, if I don't know the answer, who knows the answer? Who can I talk to? If I don't know how to do it, who can do it? And, and you like, know the best thing too about that? Mm-hmm. Social media. People, yeah. that, people that legit made it, they, like legit entrepreneurs, they want to give back. They don't really mm-hmm. want to get paid all the time. Like Gary Vee, for example. So yeah. all it takes, be honest, leave your ego, ego outside. Just be like, hey, man, I really need help with this. Maybe DM someone that you look up to. Like next thing you know, they're going to reply you. They're going to give you at least some insights that are going to help you get to the right level. Like, you know, just move forward, take it in. Use social media for your advantage. Go on LinkedIn. Hey, look, Sharon, you know, I've been listening to you. I feel if I would love to get help and maybe you can help someone else, you know, in return that like you've been doing. Yeah. So yeah. leverage social media. Yeah. I, I so agree. And also in terms of like providing in bigger solutions. And I think it's so true. You get paid the amount of value that you give. That's it. And so like, honestly, I think when I first started this whole journey, I was actually, you know, thinking about money a lot. I was thinking about like, Oh, I got to hit X, X amount to buy this much and things like that. But I think the transformation that I've had and where I'm at right now is just like, Oh, focus, focus on the value that I'm giving, focus on being able to provide more help to, and, and being more of an impact to people's lives. And when I'm focusing on that, all of a sudden, like, things are better. Like I'm not like, for example, even with like life coaching, I'm not like advertising, but like people find me because of the value that I'm giving and people reach out to me because of the value that I'm giving. And I think it's so true. And I just, as I continually focus on just like my heart and my vision and my vision is honestly, I want to see more millennials, like more people our age really stepping up and walking out who they're called to be. Cause like for me, like I think there's a lot of frustration and a lot of people, so many people are, are so unhappy with their job mm-hmm. and they're just living an average life when I know that only if they believe and they step out in faith and walk it out, like there, there's so much potential in people, but I feel like a lot of people don't see that. So my mission is to help other people, empower other people to step into who they're called to be. Mm-hmm. And as I'm doing that, like I think, I've been seeing much more opportunities open up, getting much more jobs and getting all these different connections. And it's, it's really amazing. And honestly, yeah, I think that's key. And you know, what's the best part? Money is going to come because, you know, real quick, this is how I define how everything happens. Uh, as mm-hmm. long as this is how our team sees it real yeah. quick, pretty short. We highly believe that we create waves. Mm. So perfect example. If we haven't been doing sales for six months, in six months, we're not really going to have new sales and it's going to be harder for us to start getting new projects because, you know, you have to do the prospecting, following up, proposal, like, you know, big projects don't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. So the more waves you create, the more you keep pushing, non-stopping, prospecting people, following up with people over and over and over, the bigger the wave is going to be. So same applies to you. 
the more people you help, you keep lifting up, you keep bringing mm -hmm. them a solution, making their life easier, the bigger the wave. And you know what's going to happen with that wave? At one point, it's going to go whoop, and go and work for you. So now, all these people are going to start referring you, listening to your podcast, being grateful about you. You're going to start getting more followers, and you're going to get um, people sponsoring your podcast, people, you know, like paying to go and see you talking live. So that's what it's all about, like, just give, yeah. give, give, work, 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 keep building that wave, keep building that wave, and it's going to go for a uh, full cycle. Yeah, so true. And, like, in order for that, you have to also, like, prepare for that too, you know? Yeah. Like, in order for that. So, like, even, for example, like, speaking. I think I would love to go and speak at events and, and things like that, but I know to to be there, I need to prepare for that. So, like, now, like, I'm practicing, you know, speech giving with Toastmasters every oh, twice. Nice. Yeah, you know, like, having opportunities to speak more and things like that, even if it's, like, at a smaller scale for now, but I'm, like, I'm thinking in terms of the future and in terms of the future, like later, like I also would love to write a book. And so like in for that, like I'm preparing for that now, like writing a lot and asking people who publish books, how they did it and like building out the process. And I think it's so cool. The more you start to learn and the more you start to grow, like things start to build up. Yeah. And yeah. like, I know like this is, this is just the beginning. This is like the foundation. And like, even with this podcast and everything, like personal growth, I really, I'm a firm believer. This is the foundation. And that's like the, the thing that really changed my life. So like personal growth. And then now, like I'm starting to see more things flow in, in terms of money, in terms of opportunity and things like that. And yeah, but I think it's like, you, you got to work on, work on it and just like keep building and then That's as you it. keep building it'll, it all even it, if it's it a little happen. bit do something something that makes you feel progress and that's why once again you need to have the big picture if you don't know where you want to be in two years you could be where you wanted to be but you didn't know that mm -hmm. that's where you wanted to be why because you don't have a blueprint of where you want to be so work on something big it's, but it's still real, a little bit realistic that you know that you can acquire. And even if you fail, you're going to be like, okay, when I started, this is where I was. That's why journaling, I think, is amazing. Because you can go back and be like, whoa, that's what I used to think. Whoa, that's where I used to be. Look, you know, and be grateful. you got to be grateful, too. Like, the more grateful you are, you know, and I think gratefulness attracts um, great energy, great everything. Because once you're grateful for where you are, once you're grateful for your people, like, mm -hmm. everything, like, even the smallest in health, like yeah. what is going on if you're watching this if you're at home if you know you have the help like you're good even if you don't think you are so just for being grateful for that that's gonna keep yeah. attracting great things and great energy into your life yeah i agree and even just the fact that we woke up today like the fact that we woke up i think that itself like you can start off your day with that and yeah it's amazing or even look the fact that you have a roof the yeah. fact that you have AC, the fact that you have Wi-Fi, the fact that you have a device to learn during this quarantine, the fact yeah. that you have water to take a shower, the fact that you can breathe, the fact that you have hair, whatever it is, like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody can write at least 80 things that you're grateful for. And after the 40th, the 50th, that's when, that's when it's going to get hard because now that's where you got to start thinking. Yeah. But if you want to see how good you are, like, which means, like, how how, how grateful you should be you sit down and take a challenge right 100 things that you're grateful for it could be the books that you have the memories that you have with someone the person in your life but i believe everybody has something to be grateful for and once you make that the main focus 
your energy is going to keep flowing and you're going to start like being grateful for everything that you do, even your failures. Yeah, I, I so agree. And what's really interesting about being grateful is that when you're grateful, there's no room for fear. That's it. That's it. That's yeah. it. And even if you take a nail, you're grateful for it. You make it a lesson. Yeah. So good. Okay. Um, so final question. This is something that I actually ask um, every guest who comes on my podcast. It's, to, it's that if you were to write a letter to our generation, a letter that begins with these two words, dear millennials, what would you write? A letter to our generation. So it would be, dear millennials, just know that we're living in a different time from our parents and our grandparents, and, you know, everybody a time where we have technology, information at our hands. Don't compare yourself to anyone because everybody is trying to flex and pretend to have a life that they don't have and focusing you, focusing the big picture. I think right now is the best time to become the best version of ourselves. It could be spiritually, it could be business-wise, anything. And if you have a nine-to-five, whatever it is, don't look down at yourself because that, that's going to be your vehicle. That, as long as you can make money, that shouldn't be taken for granted. So, dear millennial, uh, just be aware that you can do and become whoever you want to become. There are thousands of free courses, thousands of free good content, sharing podcasts, for example. And, you know, just make sure that you know who you want to become. Forget about everybody else. Forget about who, how everyone is doing. Just focus on yourself, who you were six months ago, how have you been improving and we got this. We can do anything we want. We can make anything we want and focus on helping others more than, you know, just making a product for yourself because that's going to bring more fulfillment to your life. Yes. Preach it. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Davis. Honestly, you, like, brother. yeah, you know, um, I always try to like tell you this and show you appreciation, but like, honestly, um, like I really genuinely appreciate you and for everything that you've, you've done like you've impacted me so much and honestly like yeah so so freaking grateful so thank you so much davis this was wonderful thank you sharon it's definitely an honor to be in your podcast and seeing you growing i know you're helping people legitimately from your heart so i know you're gonna kill it thank so thank you. you sharon i appreciate it awesome Thank you so much for listening i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and if you want to connect with davis you can connect with him on instagram at davis nunes underscore it's d-a-v-i-s-n-u-n-e-z underscore and also uh, you can go check out his digital marketing agency at flowhands.com Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you guys. And also, if there are topics that you want me to cover on this podcast, uh, send me a DM on Instagram. I've had a couple people message me. So I'm planning to do an episode just answering these questions and sharing about some of the things that you want to hear. So find me on Instagram at Sharon Killen Han. And let me know what kind of topics you want me to cover. Send me questions because I would love to be able to, you know, record episodes that are really helpful and relevant and things that you guys are currently struggling with or have questions about. So thank you so much. Love y'all and see you guys in the next episode.